welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. My name is Sedge and I am your host and I'm joined by my co-host Lightsaber Ninja. AKA I'm alive. <laughs> he is. Doubtful. Finally, we've revived him. AKA still breathing. And that other voice you hear. <laughs> and that other voice you hear is Control Freak. Good evening, everybody. And we're also joined by a... I'm not even going to call you super producer anymore. We're also joined by Twilight. <laughs> yeah. She's here too now. Yeah, I've, just, I've never been the super producer. That's just what they've been calling me. It is well, literally the your tag on the had. Discord. Yeah, that's just what you guys call me. I don't actually do anything. I just sit here and listen. We're aware. <laughs> you provide anti-moral support. Yes, mm. I do. That's exactly what I do. Is that a good uh, thing, though? And occasionally try to distract you from what you're talking. That's only when we're not recording over Discord. <laughs> I don't like the balance here. We shouldn't have a girl on the podcast. It's about games. Oh, sh oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> well, I'm not oh, much, no. I am not much of a gamer, but maybe you need that sort of perspective. No. Oh, God. Or All just right. someone that doesn't like you. Oh, more games <laughs> could have periods in them. I mean, you punctuation is important. Yeah, it is. Punctuation That's is very important. <laughs> That's how you end up with... Oh, no, that was a translation error. Never mind. <laughs> well, no, it's it's how you help your Uncle Jack off of a horse. <laughs> or help your Uncle Jack <laughs> off a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that commas? It's punctuation, punctuation. period. <laughs> Anything. Oh. <laughs> period. Yeah, okay. Comma. Semicolon. <laughs> I, I, oh, man. That's I been your like, grammar lesson for the night. I don't like breaking character, but I do just want to say I really appreciate the way you took a stupid sexist joke and turned it into a grammar joke. People watching, <laughs> that was not him breaking character. People watching... You should listen instead. There is no character oh. there. <laughs> oh, my lord. There is no character oh, this there. Is... This is how he is. Look, I have watched people make phone calls for 40 years, and I've never heard what they said. Ah, uh, good shit. This is anyway. why phones are terrible. This is what we're going to deal with tonight. I mean, this is what you deal with every other day. And I well, think the I'm problem the is... who's been drinking. Well, I don't think so. Been... I'm the only one here that doesn't drink. <laughs> I think. Hey. <laughs> I don't drink I was moving on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what on have y'all been playing this week? Yeah, I was about to say, on to the gaming portion of this. <laughs> Sheesh. Of our gaming podcast? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're in trouble on because the... I've been missing and now I'm back and I'm ready to talk. Yeah, we are in on trouble. On the gaming there. portion. Control, I you I want to go, go visit further. Centralia. <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> oh so my! That's how is that a gaming portion? All right, it's not. That's the joke. Well, he's going <laughs> to turn it into a no. survival no. horror. <laughs> Actually, yeah, oh, seven a... seven days to die on a burning. Actually, there is already a burning landscape map. Never mind. So you've been playing Seven Days to Die. Is that what I'm get? Is that what I'm hearing? That's basically. No, I haven't it. bought that game. <laughs> oh well, then you suck because that's actually. I mean, it's a very old game, visibly, but uh, it's actually not terrible. Yeah, I, I've heard mixed things about it. Well, there's mixed opinions about every game. That's true. Even games that should be, you know, there shouldn't be mixed opinions. What, if you mean like a Star Wars game? If there isn't mixed opinions, then that means that every opinion is botted. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that 
you know them dumb trolley games that Sedge likes to share all the time. Those probably shouldn't have mixed opinions, and yet they do. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, God. We're not talking about those this week. All right. So I'm going I'm, I'm to start off the what have we been playing portion because apparently everybody else has gone insane. Um, so for the past, well, admittedly, I haven't been playing too much, but uh, the times that I have been playing Warframe and actually Warframe Destiny and Borderlands 3 because Borderlands 3 recently came out with their uh, first, bit of expansion content, which was the Assault on the Malawan Black Site. Pretty much think of it as a mini-raid for Borderlands. Uh, doable solo, but very painful. Easier and infinitely more fun with a friend. Preferably two. Uh, you know, the set. I would say, no, that's not doable solo. Are you insane? And then I remembered, wait, you basically soloed the final boss because we all died. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Like a goddamn boss. <laughs> I still don't know how you managed to pull that shit off, but it was I mean, pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> I mean, he does it all the time. Would you say it's like a big boss? N yes, actually. It's... Oh, God, it's a Metal Gear. God damn it. Metal Gear. <laughs> the final boss is a Metal Gear. It is. Oh, God. Look uh, at how it looks. It looks like a shitty version of Metal Gear Rex with the stupid little balls on the side and everything. Oh, God, it's a Metal Gear. That's, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, and that's terrible. Um, there's even tinier <laughs> ones, so you have the geckos. Oh, no. <laughs> Borderlands is just Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> but, yes, that's and what suddenly I, I want to play. <laughs> that's what I have been playing. Um for Warframe, they recently started their Rising Tides update, which is the segue into the next major one. Sadly, I'm blanking on the name of the next big one. Rising Tides, though, introduced the Dry Dock, which previously you had your orbiter, which was your little spaceship, um, and then you'd go do missions as a singular character on planet or and an arc wing, which was basically how you'd fly around in space. But it was a secluded map. The Rising Tides update and the Dry Dock are now introducing an actual spacecraft that you can build and upgrade to incorporate actual open space travel for alternate uh, combat style. So there's actual ship-to-ship -ship combat. So you have one player who would be piloting the ship, and you could have other players hijacking opposing ships. So what you're telling me is they've turned Warframe into Guns of Icarus. Space pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so as a space pirate, you can raise a ship? You. So, like, right now, I am currently building my ship in the dry dock. I'm actually, like, you build it piece by piece. It takes a buttload of resources. Like, a buttload. Well, you had, I'm like, getting... in the billions of resources, so... Yeah, and I actually uh, went through about half of it. I I'm just trying to clarify here. Are you saying, though, that the Rising Tide uh, update allows you to raise all ships? Ha, 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 ha. But, yes, in a sense, the, the Rising Tide pun is because you are now raising your own vessel. Ah. 
Um, and I, I, I have been looking forward to this since July, I want to say, when uh, Tenocon was going on and they did the original announcement for the actual spaceship combat. Mm. Yeah, I really I hate. Re- I really hate listening to you talk about Warframe because you, you can't play it. it. You hate listening no. to them talk about anything that you can't actually play. No, it's it has nothing to do with whether or not I can play it because it, if I really want to, I will find a way. But <laughs> okay, it's on it's Switch. That, it's that just... as you describe the game, it sounds so cool, and then as I look at the game, it's nothing I'm interested. Well, I mean, it is, it's it's all fast-paced, like, rapid shooter. And I, I 100% agree it's not for everybody. Um, I had a buddy I introduced yeah, I'm not, it to. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying, like, your love for the game makes it sound so much like something I'd be into, even though it's... <laughs> yeah, any anyone with a passion for something can do that to another person. That's I watch somebody on YouTube that raises ants, and it makes me want to have an ant farm, but I don't like ants. That's because ants are the devil. No, he makes them sound here and enjoyable. It's just, it's their passion for whatever it is they're talking about that makes you want to do it. Right. The ants are going to overtake us. Probably. There is a a single mega colony that stretches over most of the world. Yeah, there is. I'd rather not think about it. Um, But no, so (laughs) this update is supposed, the next major update is supposed to happen before the end of year. So I'm I'm looking forward to being able to actually take my spaceship out and go be a legitimate space pirate. <laughs> and then for Destiny, sorry, I know I'm going on a long tangent here. I oh, actually yeah. turned it on on Stadia. Oh, you actually bought the Stadia? Yes, I bought. Oh, so I bought it. Person. Okay, and that's the thing. I I want to bring it up a lot. There has been a lot of flack online about it. I loaded it up. Everything. Okay. For what its purpose is, I loaded up Google Chrome. I went to stadia.com. I loaded up Destiny. And it played perfectly. It it the graphically looked great. And he's gone. (laughs) He's like, nope, I'm done with this. (laughs) Welcome back. Yeah, I thought Google you just left. Did not like me shit talking Stadia, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I loaded it up. It pl- again, it, it played great. My only thing that I really noticed, you definitely want to use a controller instead of a mouse. Oh, oh, I gotta, I gotta point that out. So. You can you can use just about any kind of input with Stadia. However, the best one to use is the Stadia controller, which I wouldn't doubt for up and, like yeah. uh, internal optimization. Well, the reason why is because the Stadia controller, uh, which has its own issues that we don't have to really go into, but uh, the Stadia controller connects through Wi-Fi. It actually directly connects to the server. And so it minimizes the lag because everything has a little bit of lag. Yeah. Um, my guess was that it would probably connect to, like, if you were using Chromecast, it connects to yeah. the Chromecast, not to your Wi-Fi, not to your Bluetooth. So it's not no, going it, through a second 
No, it connects interval. to your Wi-Fi directly to the Stadia uh, servers. Okay, that's interesting. So Isn't I don't it? have my I don't have the Stadia controller yet. Uh, okay. When I get back home, I will have my hands on that, so I'll have a bit more information. This was literally you... just on my laptop with my mouse and keyboard. So oh. here, here's the thing. I like I've been playing other games on my laptop, and whenever I load up a game, my fan goes crazy. Really? Oh yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like I could turn it on. Luckily, this new microphone actually does a really good job of cutting out background noise. Um, but the fan goes nuts on this laptop. I mean, huh. stupid loud. I turned on, I went to Stadia, I loaded up Destiny, not a peep. Damn. It is, that's the thing. It is your processor, your system has no use. Yeah, like it, it, it does not use yeah. your processor, so it's all on Stadia stuff. So a lower spec system as long as you have a, a halfway decent internet connection, yeah, Stadia works great. And I think um, a lot of the backlash has been people trying to use like basic Wi-Fi. Like, oh yeah, I'm at McDonald's well, and trying to do the Stadia thing, and it's just screwing up all over the place. I have a lot of info about uh, Stadia both the testing of it, some of the issues it has. I also got a lot of questions since you actually had hands-on time. So uh, before we get into what I'm playing, I I'd like to run over some of those with you. Okay. Uh, the one thing I do want to say is there are people that have terabit internet who have been getting bad Stadia connections. And I, I personally don't care about the connection issues because that's gonna iron out i it's weird to me that every online launch people act shocked that there's a problem true it's it, it happens every time you cannot test perfectly do you know what i mean yeah uh and and from what i've seen google's done pretty good another thing is uh interesting tidbit that i've heard is even though you can't use a mobile connection no matter what your uh download and upload uh speed is um you have to use wi-fi uh it does run better on the mobile devices so, so i haven't it, tested it, a mobile device yet i haven't tested I, it out like on my phone you need a pixel kernel hmm. it's in beta until next year and so like you can do it on on computers but then like anything else it's either the specific chromecast or a Pixel phone. Right. And my my big thing with doing the phone thing is, all right, you're going to, like, a phone using a mass amount of mobile data is going to get, yeah. it's going to run hot. And that's yeah. just because it's yes. all screen, and it then you have your Wi-Fi adapter just constantly blowing. So I, I understand the allure, but I do not understand the value. In well, it's also going to cook through your battery like fucking crazy. That too. An interesting tidbit too is that if you're using uh, if you're using anything but Chromecast and you have the uh, the Stadia controller, you have to plug it in. Even if you're using a phone, it doesn't hook up via uh, Bluetooth. Um, whenever you're using it on a laptop, you still got to plug it in. And I would actually be okay with that. I I, I can understand like. 
I can definitely see it being annoying. It's for annoying. Some aspects. It's also it's also confusing. They haven't explained why, because as far as Google is concerned, it's still running via Wi-Fi. Well, and that's that's why I do believe. But again, once I get my hands on the controller, I'll try and do a little bit more looking into it and testing on my end. But I do yeah. believe that it will sync up while it goes through Wi-Fi. It, I believe, it does partially sync up to the Chromecast itself, and that's mm. why it can sync up to the Chromecast if you have the Chromecast plugged in. But if you don't and you're going through your laptop or something, you have to plug it in because that way it can recognize the connection. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Because even if it's hooked up to Wi-Fi, that doesn't mean it's hooked up to any specific device. Exactly. Um, it's weird that they wouldn't just use Bluetooth at that point. Uh, well, then again, the battery drain if you're using both antennas. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask you is you've played with uh, keyboard and mouse. You've played with controller. Are you using an Xbox or PlayStation or both controller? So when I play on my PC, I use an Xbox. Generally, because when I'm playing on PC, I am playing first-person shooters for games okay. like that. Um, and that's just my personal preference. Action-adventure, I like PlayStation because I like having my camera and my movement thumbsticks close together for multi-reaction. Mm. Whereas with shooter, having them, having the camera and the movement thumbsticks in separate position is more comfortable because... If I'm looking down a hallway, I don't need to be shifting my camera around so I can switch out, either switch my weapons, use a grenade, reload, without necessarily having to worry about missing what I'm looking at. Yeah. I would like to, if you ever get a chance, I'd like to know if there's any discernible difference between the two. Between mouse and keyboard and uh, controller? Uh, just between DualShock 4 and Xbox One controller. Um, Specifically on the Stadia? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll do some testing, testing with that and seeing how it works. Um, my Oh, I did want to mention, my issue with mouse and keyboard for Stadia, I noticed it with Destiny, is that the... You know how there's a dead zone on... Yeah, yeah. When you're using stuff. The dead zone is very weird because it's not a dead zone. It's an acceleration. It's an acceleration zone. Ew. Yeah. So it's the opposite. Ew. So if you move your mouse too quickly, your view shifts rapidly. Like I, I did a random 180 at one point because I tried to turn 90 degrees too quickly. Um, Can you fuck with your uh, acceleration settings inside the game? Not in the game. At least I haven't really messed around with it because since I was doing the cross save, by the way, cross save worked great. So I got my P okay. like my PC stuff, my my high end Destiny stuff is now synced across the board. Cool. Nice. Um, it does not delete your old character. So if you say like you had a, a PS4 character and you had an Xbox character, but you didn't want to overwrite them, it doesn't do that. When you do the cross save, it basically replicates the save that you're putting to all of them, and it will sync it across the board. Your old stuff is still saved, but if you desync, you cannot resync for 30 days. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you okay. could still get access to your old stuff, and you could actually sync up to your old stuff and play your original characters 
on the cross save. So you could actually rotate your cross save if you so felt like it. Have you... I actually, like, from everything I heard, everybody swore up and down that, like, Destiny and other competitive shooters and stuff that they just would not touch because they felt the lag was too much. You you were able to adjust and play Destiny fine? Yeah. I That's cool. I felt little to no lag whatsoever. Admittedly, my laptop is hardwired currently. So it, it is hardwired to my internet. So I have higher than normal bandwidth. I have gigabit internet for hardwiring. Um, yes. When I get back home, I will test the Wi-Fi capability. Basically, I'll plug in the Chromecast to my TV and load it up through there and give it a shot. Be careful it well, doesn't catch fire. <laughs> I I look forward thoroughly to hearing what you have to say about it because it, after last week, I'm super interested in the Stadia. Yeah. I, I will admit, the two games you get with Stadia Premiere is uh, Samurai Showdown and Destiny, currently. And they've stated they will introduce more free games with the Premiere Pass. Um, Discounts on other games are currently active, and I've been seeing like 25% off, 10% off, $5 off, stuff like that. That's good. Now, my my question, because, you know, other games, when they go on, like, Games for Gold or PlayStation Plus, obviously you you purchase them quote unquote and you keep them as long as you have the pass yeah is that going to be the same thing for stadia i'll have to look into that from what i can tell yes because it wasn't like i didn't have to go through a purchase process okay or destiny it was just i loaded it up i put in my premiere code and i scroll like here, here's the crazy thing. I could probably load it up right now and be playing within two minutes. Like, I loaded it up. I double, I click on the Destiny screen. It goes full screen, and it says, click in window to start playing. Hmm. And then, boom. Here's one for well, you. Does it, does it do its settings automatically based on your internet speed, or could you choose to pick something? It auto-adjusted. Like, when I first opened up the window, um, like, Destiny was very, like, downgraded in terms of graphical spec. But I had a stream going in the background. So I was watching a live streamer. They were playing, I I can't even remember what now at this point. I think it was Star Wars. Um, But I had that running. And then I loaded up Google Chrome and loaded up Stadia. And it did start off kind of pixely. Yeah. I stopped the stream and it automatically readjusted. Well, see, the the reason I ask is cuz I'd like to be able to lock it at 1080p 60. I don't care about 4K. Or... And well, and that and was something that I had jumping heard. up and down, you know. Well, and that was something I had heard <clears throat> or read as a complaint was that people weren't getting the true 4K that they were promised, that it w- they were only getting 1080. The thing yeah. with that is the game itself has to be capable of doing 4K. If it is yeah. not capable, it's not. It can't put out what it is incapable of putting out. Um, yeah. Currently, most games are specced for 1080p. Very few are 4K. I think Destiny was 4K, but that was only if you had Premiere and a suitable internet connection. If your internet connection is not suitable, it automatically sets it for a lower tier. Is Destiny, if it's in 4K, though, technically upscaled 4K because it was never... I like, believe so. 
designed for 4K. Yeah. So, as as I said, I just put on, like, I opened up Google Chrome. I hit Stadia, and I'm looking at it now just to see. So, yeah, connect to controller. You can pull up a friends list. And Stadia settings. So, name and avatar, friends and privacy, notifications, emails, purchase subscriptions. Um, They actually don't have, like, a... Oh, wait, display. So, currently... Apparently, so this is, I guess it's still kind of working out kinks. It says use the Stadia mobile app to manage these settings for now for display. Mm. So my guess is you could set it to be like, hey, I only need this at the maximum. I don't need greater. Well, that's cool. Yeah. No, that's definitely awesome. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So as I said, like, welcome to Stadia. Uh, do you guys want me to test out running Destiny right now and seeing how fucked everything gets? <laughs> uh, let's not. I know, I know, I'm joking. But, but I do look forward to hearing it throughout the beta testing season. Yeah, the premiere <clears throat> testing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also curious, because mm. I, I know last week I had said I was thinking about also picking it up, but, of course. you know, Christmas around the corner, got to save money for that stuff i should be saving money for that stuff and i'm just classifying this and the new laptop as a early christmas gift to myself yeah there you go um all right you and that that all you've been playing this week pretty much yeah yeah Uh, again a a bit more of the house simulator but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean that that's to be expected but it's almost over by this time tomorrow as long as i can get everything cleaned up properly I'll be done. Woo! That's how we do it. Light, what about you? What have you been playing since you've been dead? Hmm. Uh, actually, <clears throat> the thing that I've been playing Did you is... like the coffin we've picked out for you, by the way? No, dude. Way too small. Way too small. I'm not that sure. Oh, well... Well, we got the kitty one from an anti-vaxxer, so... <laughs> hmm. That's probably why my, my kid has polio. Um, Good God! God. Okay, well, it's cool. It'll toughen her up. Now, now it was smallpox. I'm thinking of having a a party of all the other kids in the neighborhood so that everybody can get polio. (laughs) Anyway, um, what I've been playing these past couple weeks uh has been Star Wars Rebels on Disney. Okay, so you've been watching Star Wars Rebels. (laughs) Well, I got to press play, right? <laughs> so technically, Technic- sure. Yeah, all right. Technically, you're not wrong. Right. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I actually like. I, I know it's kind of a joke, but I really did want to bring this up because, man, show's pretty good. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> show's super good. I I remember when it came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, you know, Clone Wars was so good, and this is gonna be even more kitty than Clone Wars," and like that's the reputation it had, and like. I remember trying to watch Clone Wars and there are stretches like the movie that starts the whole series. And I'm not talking about the 2D Gendy Tartakovsky. I'm talking about the actual Clone Wars. Everybody remember. And like there are whole stretches of episodes that are just boring AF. (laughs) And like you can skip like three episodes in a season and then pick up and it's like, oh, yeah, here's that good stuff. You know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, because um, that was the thing. There just wasn't enough. There were some episodes that just had no action. Like it's you're yeah. you're in the middle of a war, and we just spent three episodes like listening to Senator Palpatine, you know, jerk off for the Senate. Or yeah. dealing with and you Anakin know, and Padme's relationship problems. Yeah. But see, like, I'm not I'm not opposed to character building episodes. And every every show that's ever existed has episodes that are worse than others. But the one thing I found in Rebels is that I have watched every single I'm not I'm almost done with the second season now. I literally I I started it, I've binged it a little more than I usually watch any kind of show. Uh, and I've almost finished the second season, and up to this point, every episode has been pretty good. The, even the worst of the worst is still highly watchable entertainment. I don't know, man. It's really, it's really good. It's got me pumped about Star Wars. Obviously, I've been watching Mandalorian too, but yeah, everybody's I mean... already talked that one to death. <laughs> True. And I've just discovered uh, Rebels, so it's really good. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I'm watching it too at the moment, and I'm hoping that once I finish that, I'm gonna go on to watch Resistance. Now, which Resistance has a weird art style that I'm well, that, not a okay. fan of. I wanted to talk about that though. the The highly stylized look of Clone Wars and Rebels was always off putting to me, and Resistance looked like it was gonna be like, okay, now that Filoni's in charge of all Star Wars animation. They're going to branch out into different things for different people. And I started that first episode of Resistance. I like them going for an anime cel-shaded look. But that show is the kiddiest of all of them. And it's tied so directly. Like, because Poe Dameron's in there. It's tied so directly to the saga that it killed all interest in that first episode. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Now... I want to give that one a fair shake because that one was literally killed by the internet. Everybody was like, we have no desire for any of this. And then the show died. Well, maybe now it's on Disney plus, maybe they'll bring it back. If they don't bring it back, I hope that we at least see more shows. I'd like to see like a, like a, you know, I'd like to see a broad category of kid shows and teen shows. Like uh, something that's a little more mature themed, but specifically in the vein of Rebels, I like the idea of being in the universe, but off to the side. Same with Mandalorian. Yeah, well, I mean that, and that's why everybody likes Mandalorian because it's in the universe, but just enough over to the side that's like, you know, that the rest of the universe is going on. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna see it. <laughs> but this is cooler. Yeah, give me a ragtag group of nobodies that we've never heard of. Yeah. Just doing their best. So, Firefly. Got it. I That's mean, I wouldn't group. complain. I would not either. I don't think most people would. <laughs> and I do want to... One final bit on it is for all the bitching that I just did about, like, don't tie it in. When they do bring in people like Ahsoka Tano and, and Darth Vader, I get super giddy. In Rebels. Yeah, but they handle that well. That's the thing. They do. Yeah, it's it doesn't feel like it's just shoved in. It doesn't feel like uh, like that moment in Rogue One where they meet the dudes that uh, Obi Wan cuts the arm off of from A New Hope. Yeah, I forgot that, about that. 
that was a shoehorned uh, cameo, but it, it, they don't seem to do that in Rebels. No, because they're actually like when Ahsoka and the clone commandos show up. Spoilers. Yeah. No, come on. Uh, spoilers for a show that's been over for like how many years now? Um, yeah. It it's all part. It's all plot relevant. It's not just yeah. a thing shoehorned in because, hey, nudge, nudge, or hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's literally like, no, I know some guys who can help. Yeah. And then it's, you know, Rex and Wolf and all those guys. And it's like, of course it would be them. Yeah. Just but like when Ahsoka the... first turns up, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's the, of course. It's like, of course they're here. Duh. Obviously he would have those guys. Not, oh, of course it's them. Yeah. And the other thing they did real well is the first time that Vader shows up is terrifying. <laughs> Good. Oh, but, great. Uh, it's the B team. Sorry, that was just that, what I was thinking. The The second <laughs> season is definitely leaps and bounds better than the first, and, and the first was thoroughly engaging. So yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's what I... I'm really enjoying it. All right. Fair enough. Twy, you been playing anything? Not really. My computer doesn't hold many games. Oh, that's right. Your other and, hard drive died. Yeah, and my other hard drive died, so now I'm on a hard drive that's even less space. You poor, poor thing. <laughs> However will you survive? By not playing games, apparently. Uh, I'll just survive by watching you in control stream occasionally and berating you for every death. That's true, which I guess is it a good a segue as any into what I've been playing. I have just been trying to get through Jedi Fallen Order. Woohoo. Yep. Good luck with the last segment. Yeah, considering how all the boss fights have gone for me, I am not excited. <laughs> hey, also you actually fact... beat, you beat the bat thing faster than I beat it. Yeah, oh god, fuck that. You mean the the fucking owl? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. It was that so precious. Thing. It was so cute. No, it was a bastard. But yeah. it was a bastard, bring, but it was cute. That brings up a very good point that I wanted to bring up about this game. The boss fights aren't just like, you know, oh, here's a quick time event fight where you hit them a few times, fight a bunch of goons, and then, uh, you know. Rinse, repeat. Yeah. It's actually like a legitimate, like, Here's the first stage. Oh, you've knocked their health down a third. Well, now they're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, like, like the boss fight with the ninth sister. Spoilers. Oh. <laughs> um, well, because that's a big plot point of this is you're fighting uh, the Inquisitors. The yeah. The whole time. Yeah, they revealed that in the first gameplay trailer. Yeah. Yep. So you fight the ninth sister on Kashyyyk. And basically, she starts off just kind of hitting really hard, you know, doing her slashes, then her unblockable downward slams. And then she switches it up to now she uses her lightsaber like a buzzsaw. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I love that because it, it makes me feel like I'm playing an old school video game again, <laughs> which I know that somebody will go, bro, Dark Souls has been doing that forever. I gotta... Yeah, but I don't like Dark Souls. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I hear that this is more Sekiro than Dark Souls. It's it's definitely more uh, on the attack than on the defense. 
Um, and especially because they have the the parry bar like Sekiro had. Yep. Mm. Game's been selling well, so that that's good. Yeah. Also proves our point uh, from months ago that you know this is just proof that EA's been fucking up with the license. Yeah. But hundred uh, <laughs> percent. I want to say with the with the Inquisitors, I actually uh, learned about the Inquisitors through the Vader comic that came out twenty seventeen. Oh, which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. great comic. Yeah, I still think the first Vader comic was like superior. Eh. But it grew on me. It, it was a lot better than I thought it was uh, than I thought it would be at first. Um just recontextualizing the end of uh Revenge of the Sith alone at the uh, in the first issue that was pretty good. But uh but I did not realize that they were originally debuted in Rebels. Oh yeah, like that's the first big main bad guy apart from you know. Well, yeah, the, Imperi- and the Imperial Commander. Yeah, and whenever they showed up, I was just like, "Oh, dope, the Inquisitors!" But I didn't realize that no, they showed up there first. The comic then took yeah. it, and yeah. then they appeared in in uh, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. I-, I thought that it was comic first, then show, then Fallen Order. Ah. Yeah, nope. Uh, the that was a big thing of the show was like the rebels are gonna have to fight an inquisitor. Yeah, like I I I, I remember you know them having trailers on YouTube and shit for that. Hmm. Yeah, and I uh, still but, believe that the Grand Inquisitor is Snoke. I actually wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's dead now, so. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But I guess it would be gets... one way to tie it all together instead of Snoke just, "Hey, I'm some random asshole. Fear it, me." It, yeah, it makes sense to me because the Grand Inquisitor was a Jedi, so it, it, he was there to witness the the fall of the uh Republic, the rise of the Empire. Like he was able to witness everything. He knew the uh Palpatine he was set up to be a, uh, a rival to to Vader, and then they killed him off in an explosion that could account for his scars in Rebels. It, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's probably the most sound theory I've heard in a while. Watch, I'll probably Google it, and it's probably already been like thoroughly investigated and debunked, or investigated and confirmed. <laughs> Either way, it's probably. I'm sure there are several... You could probably type it in and find seven videos that are at least an hour long. Yeah, like, uh, let's not forget that there is a... There is a good six hours from one person about why Death Stranding is Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and he was very wrong. Oh, he was so off. Uh, plus, don't forget all of the, uh, you know game theory shit about Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, I don't even know any of that. Oh, it's... He goes deep. Well, yeah, that... Several that times. Game has, that game has a lot of lore, just, like, in sitting weird in places. The, it's oh, ended, oh, like... Oh. In the it's ended, like... It's ended, like, eight times. <laughs> you mean game theory, like, the sister channel to film theory? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant game theory. 
No, like, and that's just a theory. FNAF has had like theory. five canon endings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it will I thought continue. you meant like the actual mathematical game theory. Oh. <laughs> no. And I'm like, no, I didn't not... know how that ties into Five Nights at Freddy's at all. <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Uh, I have been playing one other thing this week. Um, been playing a little bit more Need for Speed. Nice. Yeah, so I'm super digging this game. If only because... it. I mean, I, I said this last week. It is a game. They released a game with no microtransaction bullshit. Yep. No nothing. It's just a pure Need for Speed game straightforward. No, I got some good news when we get into, well, news. Uh, it looks like it looks like EA finally got you know pounded enough <laughs> that they're that they're making a a decent turn again. Oh, no clue how long it lasts, but fingers crossed. Long, long enough for everybody to forget. <laughs> Doubtful. Nobody ever forgets that they hate EA. No, give it a year. Yeah. <laughs> Even when EA was doing good, they were still voted worst company. When give it Comcast till the... and Activision existed. Give it till <laughs> Battlefront 3 oh God. gets announced, and we'll see how they shoot themselves in the dick. I don't know. But, no, uh, I actually, you know, I was playing Need for Speed, and I picked up, uh, you know, they have the starting car, and you can mod it to high hell. You could technically probably grind the first few races that game to get your starting car up to a point where you can beat the game with it it'll take hmm. you forever to do but you can get like engines that boost your car's performance rating because all your cars have a performance rating and that's you know your level for the race is like the race recommends a performance rating of 140 uh the car i drive currently is like 167 because i put some mods in the engine nice yeah, so it, it just whips past the competition. Downside, can't drift worth a damn. Okay, <laughs> so... Be honest. Despite the fact that you barely see them in the game, how much time have you dedicated to tricking out your avatar? More time than I should have. <laughs> like, infinitely more time than I should have. Good man. Uh, so it's, but it's no, oh, like Skyrim. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I will say the car customization, though, is like psychotic in its depth. <laughs> like to the point where if you know what you're doing with it, you could, in theory, draw an entire picture on your car using shapes. You know, like 6,000 layers on it. Comes oh, so out like the Call of Duty tags that people create. Yeah, or the old school like Forza skins that people yeah. had for their cars. Like plus, you know, choosing different skirts and hood stuff and cosmetics for how your nitro looks. Like this game is insane with its customization. It's fucking awesome and I'm loving it. Obviously, I've devoted a significant portion of my life to playing Star Wars recently. And Just I will bench. be I will be devoting a significant portion of my life to playing uh, Halo and the new Call of Duty stuff when it launches next week. But, uh, yeah. It, 
it's a good game to play like just like all right i gotta you know i'm gonna go to bed in like an hour let's get a couple races in Plus, that's also, that reminds me of the old school need for speeds like underground yeah it's well very, that's what it seems like it's it's it, it, it's trying to channel underground very Ugh. much so especially at night um more, i'd say more most wanted than underground well, I think that it's kind of a blend of the two. Like, they couldn't decide which one would be better to channel, so they have daytime for Most Wanted and nighttime for Underground. Well, the problem is, I'd say nighttime is Most Wanted. Well, cause I know, because the cop, yeah. Daytime is but, more uh, pro-street. No, pro-street was trash and tried to be a simulator. Um, That's true. Yeah, yeah. But it, okay, it feels right. like that first step. Like, this is their testing ground for how should we move forward and i think that it's a good first move unfuck Whatever. the command and conquer series ea that'd be a good yeah. next step <laughs> but whatever comes next from need for speed it's gonna probably be even better i hope so i i'm super happy with this game and they're with this and jedi they've taken steps in a good direction yeah so hopefully they continue to do so my hopes are not high <laughs> um but we're going to take a quick ad break here. Uh, we are part of a podcasting group called Next Wave slash Alternative Reality Radio on Better Twitter. Name. Yeah, they're both good. Um, you can find that group on podchaser.com. Just search Next Wave or Alternative Reality Radio. You'll find a list of 48 other podcasts, roughly. And uh, you're going to hear a couple promos from those right now. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Snow here. I just wanted to give a real quick well, intro. Snow, what are you doing? Uh, Grog, I'm in the middle of oh, something. I can see that. Wait, wait a minute. Microphone, headset, script. Are you recording the new promo? Yes, Grog. I was recording the new promo. Well, without me, but I'm the master of toast. Plus, I've been practicing. Okay, fine. You can help. I'll read the script. Just chime in when you feel like you have something important to say. Yes! Hi guys, Snow here. And Rogue. <laughs> I just wanted to give a real quick introduction to our podcast, Missing Role Player Found. We are an actual play Pathfinder podcast following the adventures of the Odd Guild. That's my guild. We were all living our normal lives until we tried the latest MMORPG. And that's when we found out we were all trapped in the game and we could die. Oh, but don't worry. We still find plenty of time to have fun. Sometimes a little too much fun, if you know what I mean. Yes, Grog, I think we all do. And that's why it took us so long to finish the last floor. Hey, that one wasn't my fault. Any of that sound interesting? Why don't you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Nailed it. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds.
All right, I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. We are back, and we have a little bit of gaming news for you, just a bit. Hmm. And the first piece of news that I'm going to share, because it's small, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare announced their first season content patch, which is going to bring us seven new maps, three new game modes, five new uh, Spec Ops missions, and two new guns, all for free. Ooh. Yeah, that's the thing. So, here's the cool thing. So, they got uh, three gunfight maps, one ground war map, so one real big map, um, and three new multiplayer maps that aren't necessarily new. I feel like saying Call of Duty and free, like, just saying it makes Bobby Kotick's eye twitch. Oh, wow, they're bringing back Shipment. Yeah, they're bringing back Shipment, Crash, and Vacant. Damn. Yeah, so we got some classic COD formats coming in. So I'm I'm stoked for that because I can't wait to see what they do with Crash with the new movement system and everything. True. That's going to be... Hmm. Looks like we're getting a new sniper rifle and a new... uh, assault rifle that kind of looks like the Tavor, but isn't the Tavor? Yeah, the Ram. Yeah. Definitely looks like a Tavor. I mean, it's a yeah. it's a bullpup design, so. Well, it's a bullpup. It's got the trigger. It's got the trigger guard around the handle. The sh- it, it looks a lot like the Tavor. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we got three new game modes coming in. One of them was in the beta, so that's Gunfight OSP. And I think that is just the one where you have to find the guns on the ground. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They have an infected game mode, which please be like Halo's old infected game mode. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Uh, Actually, previous Call of Duties had the infected mode. Oh, did they? Yeah. So they're bringing it back then. And then we're getting something called Reinforce, which I assume is probably a little bit like uh, Rush from Battlefield. I was going to think Siege. Oh, yeah, that might be what it is. Yeah, that might be the 5 or the 6v6 Siege type mode. Yeah. That's right, because I know I've seen gameplay of that. So it's basically, you know, one one life until you get brought back. <laughs> but, yeah, no. <laughs> one it's... life to die very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a ton of new content with this, though. It's not like they're drip-feeding it. It's like, no, here's a huge content update. Yeah. So if they keep up with this and it's all free and they don't put microtransaction bullshit in the game, you know, except for, like, cosmetic skins, because then I just don't have to care. <laughs> um, You don't want your gun to be bedazzled? No, I, I don't care. I do. <laughs> My gun being bedazzled gives me no tactical advantage. You might blind your enemies with its sparkling lights. Throw it into the sun. No tactical advantage. Throw it into the sun and the refracted light rays will shine right into the enemy's eyes, blinding them momentarily. So your gun turns into a flashbang? Yes. I mean, to be fair, that would be an interesting mechanic if it could be implemented. Oh, God, what game was it that had, like... Oh, that was the Battlefield 3 and 4 had, like, the flashlight mechanic. 
Yeah, that was so just, annoying. You fucking had the sun on the end of your damn gun. Yep, and usually you wouldn't blind the enemy. You'd blind your ally, <laughs> telegraph your position to the enemy, and get shot. By a sniper who you didn't see because he's on a radio tower across the map. Using a shotgun. Yep, that sounds like Battlefield 3. Yep. How do you snipe with a shotgun? Slug. Slug rounds. Very carefully. Yeah. Also that. It's like Black Ops 2 with the KSG. You basically got a single shot assault rifle. <laughs> I love that gun so much. You were such a dick if you used it. Yeah. Pretty much. Like the opposite of what you do. People yeah. use shotguns, a, a relatively melee gun for ranged sniping, and you use the sniper scope in melee. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I am not one of those quick-scoping little bastards. Yes, you are. I am not. <clears throat> I've seen it. Do not lie to our audience. Go to his <laughs> Twitch stream and go to any of his gun-playing games. Tell me I'm wrong. Ooh, she's okay. To be fair, those aren't sniper rifles. Those are assault rifles with ACOG scopes. It's different. Oh, now it's different. <laughs> it is different. It is different. <laughs> It's still as inconvenient as ever to look through a scope at an enemy that's right in front of your face. Except you have to pull it in so that you're not, you know, spraying all over the barnyard when you only need to hit the one thing in the middle of it. You yeah, at the time the enemy takes up half so the scope and it still misses. Oh, that part's just because he's bad at shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, I'm more accurate with real guns, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't know that part. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's my little bit of news. Oh, also the uh the Battleborn servers are finally going offline like for good. <laughs> They're finally killing that poor poor game after being abused by Blizzard and Overwatch for so very long. It tried. It really tried, and I did play the beta. I did like it. It's just when it came out, so did Overwatch, and I played that and I actually never, thought Battleborn was the better game. Most people who I talked to did. Yeah. It was just but, that Blizzard literally paid to sabotage it. Pretty much, yeah. Ooh, shots fired. No, I, I mean, mean, that's their ad campaign. Their ad campaign basically murked uh, any chance Battleborn had. Yeah, their their ad campaign was specifically designed to go against it. So it had it. I mean, it had a decent run. I'm surprised it even la I didn't even know it was still up. I know it had gone free to play like two years ago, but yep. I thought they killed it a long time ago. So good on you, Battleborn, for lasting as long as you did. <laughs> uh, Control, you had some news. Yeah. So as we generally discuss at one point or another, we do Twitch streams. Apparently, a Twitch loophole that has been found in the past is actually still active and inflating views of specific streamers. Generally, these are the already fairly popular streamers because those are the ones that people are always paying attention to when talking about. But being able to embed a stream into a post has been a thing in the past. But apparently what Twitch does with that is, let's say you're on Reddit. 
and you're in a gaming forum and you embed a Twitch stream into that page. If the Twitch stream does not get put pulled down or and you're actually streaming, it will force push your views because every person that goes to that page, it loads up that embedded Twitch stream and it counts as a viewer. You don't even have to be looking at the stream for it to affect it. So you think about that. What if someone threw that into r slash all? A page that People gets thousands upon... No, that's the thing. Reddit loads up everything in it. So an embedded stream automatically loads up. I don't and know. It automatically starts running. Well, that's the thing. It is. And it's not the streamers that are doing it. It's other people just self-promoting their stuff. However, yeah. it is... I mean, I see the potential for abuse. Oh, it, it, also... it's already been abused. But it's that's the thing, though. It It is causing skewed logistics for streamers. And it makes it actually harder because one of the formulas that Twitch uses is popular streamers can get paid. Like they yeah, get paid yeah. out. Like there, there are some promotions where it's like based on your viewership, not donations, yeah. not ad revenue, just base viewers. If you're, you know, this weekend, if you got 5,000 viewers, you got paid out a certain amount. Now think about that. People start embedding this into forums. Now instead of that guy getting 5,000 viewers, all of a sudden he's getting 500 thousand viewers maybe not that many but uh you know yeah 50, but it, it sounds like it sucks because the most popular people are going to remain the most popular but it also sounds like a good way for unknowns to suddenly see a bump like i don't know i i kind of like it and it doesn't sound half as bad as what facebook did a couple years ago which is why all the big websites have all crashed Problem is that that bump isn't really a bump. It's people not even opening your stream to watch it, and it's probably giving you a false sense of, hey, I'm popular. And yeah, a real not, sense of money. Not necessarily that. It's, it's, it's not necessarily either of those. It, it is a false inflation, but you have to also realize it will never be, like, it's not going to be one consistent and it was not the way that it was meant to be done. Because at that point, they're not actual viewers. They're people that yeah. are being, they're not even exposed to it. They're not actual viewers. So it's its not like he, they're going to be coming back to see him. And people are using this loophole to force up their own views to seem more popular. So it, it is a system that has been abused in the past and it is still being investigated I'm not sure what Twitch will do. I mean, in regards to it, that's such, especially because you know, unless you're specifically going there and posting it and embedding it in a post yourself, you know, if it's just being embedded by a bot or something, they can't really come after you for that. Yes, that and that is true. Unless like, the bots all tie back to you, obviously, like it usually does with people who hire their own bots. Well, that's saying they hired the bot, though. Like, and that's, e that's even bots, thing. 
like even bots are not outright bannable because bots don't provide like you can get viewership but it's not going to provide interaction it doesn't provide you with actual money because you have to think okay i paid this you know botnet $400 to get me 10,000 views well and I'm i was running saying... ads for it but that that doesn't make back what they got what they paid for it and it's only temporary exposure so unless they do that every month in the long run they make nothing out of it yeah well whenever we were whenever i was saying bots uh, i meant bots that are sharing this on these embed areas yeah it, well and that, again it's not it might not even be bots that are doing that it could be no, just I'm, a legitimate yeah, person just promoting it yeah so it it is a it is currently a gray space. Very interesting story. Yeah, it, Twitch is kind of looking into it, but currently it's not illegal. It's just unusual. Always a great. Yeah. So technically, it's not illegal. <laughs> it yeah, like Twitch has said, it's like it it, it is not. A bannable thing. Yet the um <laughs> yeah I don't know exactly. I don't know how I how I truly feel about it. I I, I kind of lean more towards I don't see it that bad. Although one of the things that you brought up that uh would give me pause because like I said I could see this as being beneficial. It, it's kind of like a double edged sword. I could see this as being beneficial for unknown streamers, but uh. The idea that maybe one month you get a huge boost in views because of it, but then that suddenly drops. The the idea of peaks and valleys. That that's that's about the only area where I would have some. Concern. And that happens anyways with Twitch. Um, I and I I agree with you that it is a it actually is a good thing. And I would almost say if Twitch was the one doing the post where it's like they take these lower number streamers. That and embed cool. them and it's like so you're scrolling through a reddit page and it's like oh hey it's some streamer playing this game make it something relevant to the topic maybe yeah. i know reddit is a massive place and there are a million different topics for everything but it's like it embeds the stream as you're streaming and it's like people are scrolling through this reddit and they see that post and it's like that's kind of interesting that's relevant to why i am here let's check this guy out that would be the right way to do it. The way that it's being used now or could be used is much more exploitable. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, yeah, I've uh, I've rambled on for too long. No, no I mean good. no. You're you're fine cuz I mean like like you said, we both stream on Twitch, so this is relevant to us. Yeah. Relevant I to mean, gaming as well. Yeah, it's also just relevant to gaming because, I mean, this would be a great way for smaller streamers to get their names out there if they did it in the right way, which, you know, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Or just be like us and promote on the podcast. <laughs> the Gotta take multiple avenues, you know? Yeah. Uh, Light, you had some news. Yeah, I got quite a bit. Um, 
I'm going to start off with the smallest and work my way up to a bit of a rant. Um, oh, boy. First one is Rockstar <laughs> Rockstar's been doing a lot of hiring. I did see that, uh, yeah. There's been a lot of assumptions that it's the next GTA because Rockstar is doing hiring. Uh, but then somebody who recently got a job as an art guy at, at one of the Rockstar Studios uh, talked about working on medieval architecture. Oh. And so, or studying it or something. Um, that would make more sense. I don't think he's out there doing mason work. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so there's three options that Rockstar could be doing right now. Like as far as the most likely games that they're working on. And that would be GTA 6. Uh, random medieval game and Bully 2. I'm hoping for Bully 2. So am I. Uh, I'd like to see Rockstar take a step back and invest all their money into something fun again. Yeah. I, I, I fear for the idea of a medieval game because even though Rockstar's got that money they got that time they 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 got that ability and they're not afraid to exploit workers in their uh uh third in their in their lower tier uh developer houses whatever um use your words i just feel like a medieval game would suck after red dead i think he's dead jim it'd be like oh yeah i'm living no life. i i don't I don't think a medieval game would suck. I just think it would have to be done correctly. And you, I, w I would be curious as to what uh, what premise they would be using for well, that because I don't know any medieval games that they've done previously. Yeah, no, it would be very interesting to see them branch into it. But I think about all the dumb bullshit from Red Dead I think Dead he's trying too. to talk. Oh, am I not coming through? You're coming through for me. I don't know why he can't hear you. Yeah, it's coming for me too. Okay, because I I did disconnect. That's super weird. Yeah, I've got nothing from him. Oh no. Uh oh. Abort mission. Uh, <laughs> mark this, and I can try to reconnect. Yeah, we're marking it at one eleven. All right. Hmm. That was weird. I still don't hear anything. I don't I'm, either. I wasn't talking. Okay, now I hear you. Okay. So we're coming All back right. at one thirteen. so give it like a minute. Full okay. minute? Uh, Hang on. Anyway. Hang on. Okay. Okay. I said give it a minute just so I have a solid Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought you meant something. No. Uh, on an unrelated note, they released a new... Uh, Bowling game on the Switch. <laughs> okay. Good for bowling. Hey, it's actually a PBA certified game, so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties, everybody. Uh, we're back now. Right. So I think of all the 
the the bullshit of Red Dead Two. Right. So like the bullshit horse physics and all that crap. Well, even like not just that, but like the fact that when you want to pick something up, you gotta literally sit through the full animation of him like patting a dude down or opening a drawer or picking a, an item up, like flipping through pages instead of just being able to just like flip a page. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I and I one hundred percent know what you mean. And for Bully Two, I just feel like there wouldn't be as many play. Not that they couldn't. But I feel like there wouldn't be as many places because it would be more lighthearted. There wouldn't be so many places for them to add all that extra shit. It'd go back to just being a fun game. I mean, we can only hope, but knowing Rockstar, they'll find some way to bullshit yeah. it up. Yeah, I'm kind of worried of them doing it. Like it that. If it does end up being a medieval game, like an actual like full-on medieval game, for a Grand Theft Auto style... Oh, color me interested. Yeah, I, I would be interested. It's like you play as a marauder. You're you're actually as starting off as a bandit or as a peasant becoming a bandit. Yeah. No, I mean it'd be interesting. Uh I uh before I move on though, I got to say my top 3 choices if for Rockstar's next game if I had my druthers would be Manhunt 3, Bully 2, or a Max Payne L.A. Noir mashup. I, I'm i sorry to... Da I'm going to probably dash your hopes right now because I'm pretty sure Manhunt is thoroughly and permanently dead. I I was saying, if I had my druthers, I don't think that they're going to ever make these games. I'm naming the games that I want them to make. I mean, fair. But let's get into better news and rumors. So we were talking about EA earlier, right? Uh-huh. Oh, before I do this, I did write down Jedi Fallen Order. I don't know what I plan to talk about there. It's successful sales-wise. And I also wrote down that I should bring up the XO19 news. I, did they announce anything? Uh, uh, Obsidian's new game looks cool. There you go. That's it. Um, so, yeah. We were talking about EA. You know how Anthem has kind of died off this year? Yeah. Yes. So rumor has it that EA has started pumping funds for a team at BioWare to just Another. completely overhaul Anthem. Yeah. No, that I don't think that's a rumor. I think that's actually what's happening. Yep. Oh, overhaul yeah, Anthem and basically I have to, make it Mass Effect. I have to. No, hold on. I, I'll get to that. I have to preface all this with rumor because there's no official uh, confirmation. But, yeah, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, rumor. The other rumor coming out of Bioware is that a small team has been tasked with figuring out how to reboot and reinvigorate the Mass Effect franchise. And everybody that's left is working on the next Dragon. I mean, hey, if that's what they're doing, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bash them. No, and I hope that it continues with. Like, I hope that this is uh this is the 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 new EA era. Like, like we get another we get another era of good EA, even just for a little bit. You can only hope. Yeah, because when EA is good, EA, God, it's good. 
But when EA is being normal EA, oh god, is it bad? Yeah. You oh, have yes. good EA, Mass Effect One and Two. Then you have bad EA, Mass Effect Three, Andromeda, and Anthem. Yeah, and the way that they treat their developers, all of that. Um, there's something else for Respawn, but I can't remember. Aren't they doing something with uh, Titanfall? Allegedly. Probably. Probably, but I heard a different game as well. Anyway. Uh, good on them. And I found out that for Jedi Fallen Order, it was actually in their work contract that they got to do whatever fucking engine they wanted. Oh, good. That's why so it came out on Unreal instead of Frostbite. So they didn't force them to use fucking Frostbite? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's why we got the game. <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, now into my my final bit of thing. Can we talk Pokemon? Oh, boy. Do we Buck have to? Buckle up, kids. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be honest, and this isn't a, this isn't a, you know, no, we can't talk Pokemon. I have not played it yet, so I don't have no, a stake in this conversation. I feel like, like, you and I have discussed this back and forth a little bit off pod. I feel like it feels like it's going to be a bigger rant than it ends up being. But the bottom line is, months ago I came in with a little bit of uh, Pokemon news, and none of us really cared, but it was just something we had to talk about. I have since dug into it, and I, I'm really upset with the Pokemon people. Just four gamers, and it's so interesting because, does anybody here think of Pokemon, uh, do any of us think that the Pokemon company is that big of a, a deal? I mean... Pokemon is currently the highest selling game on the Switch. Yeah, so. don't. Yeah, but it, of course it would be. But like seriously, when we talk Pokemon, like when I talked about the, how they were doing a national decks only months ago, and then we discussed what that meant. That just meant like n new Pokemon. They weren't going to include every Pokemon ever. We all kind of agreed that well, there's a lot of Pokemon. That would be a lot of work. They're they're not the biggest company, you know. They're a subsidiary of Nintendo, right? I do believe that was said, yes. Yeah, wrong. Uh, Pokemon Company wields enough cash that they could literally go to war with a, a, a few nations on Earth and win single-handedly. It is the most valuable media franchise in the world. Are we talking like Pokemon Company or Game Freak? Pokemon, okay, Pokemon Company, Game Freak, and Nintendo are all kind of interwoven. It's It's hard to talk about. But Pokemon, as a franchise, is the number one media franchise in the world. It, it's bigger than anything. It's Star Wars doesn't even hold a candle because it's not even in the top four. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I was to learn it, though. I mean, when you think about it, you're like, oh, of course, it's kind of a global phenomenon. But I didn't know it was, you know, a $90 billion phenomenon. Well, I mean, you have to consider they have visual media, they have uh, animated media, they yep. have movies, they have card games, they have the All comics, the they yep. have gen yeah general merchandise. Uh, I mean, there it's there is so, so much and it's permeated so many different things. 
And so here's the full story with what happened with Pokemon, the casual version. I want to point that out. I'm sure that listeners can probably find something that goes more in depth or knows more about what they're talking about. But here's the casual. Basically, when they when the new Pokemon games were coming out, they announced uh, that there was only going to be a select few old Pokemon and a national dex, like the, all the new Pokemon. Nothing else. There'd be about 400 Pokemon in the game. Um, and people were upset because, you know, they have that, they had that Pokemon bank thing. Yep. And it's like, why can't I bring, I've, I've had these Pokemon since the, the DS era. Why can I not still use them? And their excuse was, well, you see, we're doing all new models for the Pokemon and all new animations. It would be too hard and too much work to put all 900 in there. And uh, I accepted that. But if you dig in a little deeper, you find out around Sun and Moon, uh, they were like, hey, guess what? We're future-proofing the Pokemon by making all new high-res models that we then lower down to fit on a 3DS. Yeah, but, they, uh, they had already taken steps to have the full decks there. Exactly. And then they just said, nah, never mind. And then if you compare the animations, most of the Pokemon are using the same animations from Sun and Moon and uh, uh, Let's Go. In fact, one of the funniest things I've ever seen... Did did he just go away from anybody else? One game. Oh shit. Okay. Hang on. Uh one twenty. Go back to yeah. what you were saying. One of the things that you've seen. One of the things that I saw is that the, the move tail whip <clears throat> looks better on the N sixty four than it does on any modern Pokemon. Like, on the N64, they actually whipped their tail. On the new games, like, the Pokemon is stiff, and it just wiggles. And you guys remember when the first trailers dropped for Sword, Shield, and Gun, that uh, <laughs> I was saying that the attack moves looked even worse than Let's Go. Right. And it looks like the only work they did towards that is bringing them up to the level of Let's Go. But they, they reused uh, animations for saying that they were making new ones. There doesn't seem to be any new ones. And just all in all, they have not... They've not... They've not put in the work that you know that they can. Huh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's it's so hard because they say things like, well, it would be too difficult for us to do. And then you're like, you make more money than Disney. <laughs> How? How can how can Ubisoft make these lush, amazing, vibrant worlds that are full of life, even when they're bad, with like Assassin's Creed? How can Rockstar do uh, what they do for GTA and Red Dead? And how can how can let's go to a tiny company? How can CD Projekt do Witcher Three on the Switch? When you can't even do Pokemon right, like you guys have the money. 
And it feels like it's just because they wanted to make sure that a Pokemon game came out this year. I mean, they did kind of promise one. And yeah, but see, Ultra feel... Sun and Ultra Moon. I'm not much uh, of a Pokemon person, but I feel like fans would rather have their completely full Pokemon decks this year. Exactly. Now, my an alternate opinion for this is also that so you have those people that I've been playing since the original Game Boy Red and Blue. And I still have my Charizard from back then, and I want to use him on the new ones. But the thing is, then you just have these people bringing all of their original Pokemon and not using the new ones. The new ones are literally just stepping stones. And maybe this is their way of not necessarily doing like a full-on reset of the Poke universe, but making it so that the new Pokemon get used. Well, see, what what it feels like to me is it feels like... It feels like the most egregious example of everything. Because keep in mind, the Dex thing, I think, is the most important one just because it's the one where they've been making excuses that don't hold any water. It's the one where, like, they're literally going against things that they've said in the past. But then you also have, like... Just the whole Wildlands is barren and gross looking and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of cut corners. Um but it feels like the most egregious example of what they've been doing with every Pokemon. Pokemon is nearly an annual game. It was just last year that uh Let's Go came out. It was just the year before that that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, and it was just the year before that that Sun and Moon came out. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even remember Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were a thing. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were going to come out on the Switch to sell the Switch. But Mm -hmm. then the Switch ended up selling on its own. And so they released it for the 3DS. It actually has... uh, It it uses higher uh, tier models. I know a lot of people... I still don't play Pokemon, so I don't know know enough about... I know a lot of people were complaining that they couldn't catch certain Pokemon in the overworld. You know, if they weren't a high enough level. Yeah, there there are some there are some serious. I kind of like that, but oh, real quick, I'm sorry. Before we continue on that, and then we can wrap this up. Uh, I just want to point out egregious example of. I don't know why I keep starting that sentence and not finishing it. Of adding some new gameplay features to hook people in. Like, this is the one with Gigantamaxing. This is the one with Mega Evolutions. This is the one that remakes uh, the first-gen games, but, you know, has a weird capture mechanic. And then, at the the same time... the one that lets you be a furry. At the same time, cutting things. Like, you don't get Z-moves in this one. You you don't get secret bases in this one. Like, uh, cutting uh, gameplay elements and then adding new ones so that every game is basically, you know, gives you that addictive impulse to constantly have the new one. Yeah, I mean... This this feels like that, but it's the least rewarding of all of them. I feel like before I... Because I've, you know, obviously you have your opinion. I've heard other people's opinions. Um, I was actually listening to a podcast today. Shout out to Lit Gaming Arena. 
in their podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were talking about how this is probably one of the easiest Pokemon games to get into the competitive scene with. Yeah. So, I mean, on the, I'm not... on the one hand, that's not a bad thing, I guess, if you're into that. I personally could care less about the competitive scene for Pokemon, but... I'm not saying this is the worst Pokemon ever or anything like that. If I had a chance, I'd probably play it. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, my only thing is that it's starting to become apparent that the Pokemon company, Creatures Inc., Game Freak, whatever, they're not doing all that they can. And I don't like feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. I not mean... that there's not, not that there's not love and, and whatnot put into it by the developers. I'm sure they always care. And despite all the complaints, I'd like to see anybody who considered themselves a Pokemon fan pick this up and say, no, this game is truly bad. Well, no. But at the same time, there's still, you know, issues. That's the whole thing. Pokemon fan, if you are a fan of the Pokemon series, you are going to pick this game up at some point and you will complain about it. That's just going to happen. It's happened with every generation since Red and Blue. Maybe uh, not Sun golden. and Moon seem to be like totally loved. Same with Black and White. Yeah, I mean, fair. I I don't know. Like, I know they streamline the story, so it's basically just go to the gyms, get the badges, beat the Elite Four, then game over. Yeah. Like, there's really not an end game to it. There's no giant world-ending story. So yeah, it's just which that. I'm cool with. Yeah, me too. I mean. Like- I'm if still... this is supposed to be a reboot of the Pokemon franchise, because they're now on home console, so be it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still but gonna play. Way... I'm still gonna play it. <laughs> oh yeah, it, let me know when you do too. I'm curious because I do believe that it's probably still super fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna pick it up if I happen to. I mean, I'm not gonna pick it up before Christmas. If I happen to, you know, acquire it for Christmas, then yay. yeah. <laughs> and if I don't, I'll pick it up after, but I'm I'm not buying really any new games for the year unless I get them on Uber sale. Yeah. So. But uh, the last thing that I wanted to bring up is the one thing I know the least about, and that is Pokemon Home. The hell is no Pokemon idea. Home? Pokemon Home is supposed to replace the bank or something. I don't know. But it's like, you can hook up everything. Uh, Sword, Shield, and Gun, uh, the Let's Go games, um, the 3DS games, the Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go on mobile. It can all go to Pokemon Home. And you can transfer all your Pokemon to Pokemon Home. They won't tell you what Pokemon Home does. They don't say what Pokemon Home is. And you can't transfer the Pokemon from Pokemon Home back to any of the game's that they came from, but it's somehow going to tie into future games and services. I don't know what it is. I I don't either, so that will be something to look forward to in... Well, not look forward to, look at in the future when we know more. Or do some research on for next week. But... <laughs> that is a decent... <laughs> I, I think for the podcast, Pokemon should be like a, you know, every five months type of thing. 
Yeah, I'm still going to look into it. Kind of um, like Metal Gear. <laughs> Stop saying it. You'll get him started again. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd say that is a good place to wrap it up for the week. Uh, as always, um, check out those shows you heard during our break. I apologize for any technical issues we had this episode. Not sure what was going on there, but you know, shit happens. Uh, you can follow hmm. us, the podcast, on Twitter at Gaming Casual Pod, Facebook.com slash group slash Gaming Casual Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Sedge underscore gaming and on twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge. You can follow control at twitch.tv slash control freak. Otherwise, uh, on Twitter at uh, freak control because someone stole Control Freak, bastard. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash review, Where he has been posting more, so go check that out. Light? And... <laughs> oh, Light, do yeah. you have a pitch? Uh, I don't know. Listen to the podcast. Listen to the other podcast in the family. Copy that and follow him on twitter.com <laughs> or at King Kegel on Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it so much. We are almost at a thousand total downloads, which is somewhere where I wasn't even sure we'd get to with this show. Hey, hey. So thank you to everybody who supports us. Thank you for everybody who listens. Thank you to everybody in the Next Wave Twitter group for supporting us. We love all you guys, and we will see you next week. And be sure to leave comments. He really wants to know what you think of the way this podcast is put together. Oh, yeah. Leave reviews on iTunes or Podchaser. Because that helps us get Someone exposure. Someone please talk to me. Well, no, that helps us get, it helps us get exposure. <laughs> I know. So, I know. <laughs> wherever you're listening to this, if you can leave a review, leave a review. Or add us on Twitter if you have something that you'd like us to know. And like, me. comment, and subscribe. No. <laughs> like, follow, and obey. <laughs> oh, God. Ha-ha! Bringing it yeah, back. Yeah, but all of you obey me, so no obeying you won't do anything. Oh, God. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Good night, folks. Hey. Deuces.